Oh, this city, this town, all about Omaha, all about the College World Series. CJ came in to join me. We talked all about the, the first matchups one Friday and Saturday. We get into all of that, who we think can maybe bring it home, some long shots, some favorites. We'll also come back throughout the tournament and kind of talk a little bit about the status of each team and where we're going. This is about a, a two-week thing here, you know. Won't crown a champ till sometime next week after the 24th. So this whole thing gets kind of the ribbon tied on it. So you guys know what to do. It's in the morning, grab that coffee, feel style. In the evening, grab the drink, come on back. We're talking all things College World Series, the greatest show on turf. And we will say no apologies to the uh, St. Louis Rams when we say that. So come on back, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Let's go. CJ, time to put on those spikes, getting into Omaha, my friend. Uh, this is where every team wants to be. We're going to talk a little bit about it. See, I always felt like this was kind of the leadoff hitter of summer, man. Like, you just got out of school. College baseball was, was coming to a close. The College World Series was going on. Like, MLB was picking up. I feel like this is the leadoff hitter of summer, man. And um, what a great event. And uh, Omaha does it well, man. Excited to see what happens here this weekend and then moving forward through through the rest of the next week and a half here. Yeah, no, it, it is. And you're, you're right on that. It is kind of always felt like the lead off to summer because it was always happening right as you got out of school. Um, you know, for kind of the, the college championships, it's definitely the ninth hitter. Um, it is. It, it is. Ends, a good point. It ends the year. A little bit of layover until football starts. Um, but I mean, it, it's a heck of a way and a heck of an event to kind of end the college year with, um, which, and they do such a great job um, with it. Of course, now the new stadium there, Charles Schwab Field. Um, and so it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it, it, it's a great event. It's a great way to get the summer kickoff. Like you said, you get rolling right into it during the heart of the MLB season. Um, it's no, it, it's a fantastic way to, to start the finals the are concluding as well. You know, yeah, it's... yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's almost it marks to me um, as a kid. It always marked the the official beginning of, of the summer. Yeah, like you felt like okay, we're really we're getting into it now. We're rolling out, like you know. And and if you weren't out by then because it's snow day, something was really wrong. Like, yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I feel like it's changed. We could get on that topic at a much different date, and and probably not people. We're probably not the people you want to hear talk about that. Um, Let's, let's talk about college baseball. So, CJ, man, I love this format now. Going back to a best, you know, situation where you can lose again. You can lose twice, but it's also into a tournament format. You know, where where we started this tournament, that's how it was. And now we're back to that again, but now there's eight teams to try and win this thing instead of just beating four. Kind of changes the dynamics a little bit, but the same reality. You're trying to get that championship series, but then it goes back to the same Super Regional thing. I love how this tournament's set up. If you can't tell, the, the, the baseball nerd in me, the nerd in me in general here is like, I like how they, they, they kind of break it up and, and how they make it be a complete team to do it. Cause you got to beat certain teams, but then you got to beat just one team, two out of three. It's like, it, it's the perfect thing for baseball. It really is. Yeah, no, it is. I, Sorry, I think... John, I'll, I'll breathe again. I'll breathe. Again. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, I, I actually agree with you. I do love the way that they set it up. Um, you know, double elimination, but still very much in a, in a tournament bracket format. Um, and it's because it, it, it kind of gives you an opportunity to. It gives you some rest time, too, though. You it, know? Well, it gives you some rest time. And the thing is, is this isn't baseball is not that one sport where you want to have the one off. Like we've talked about it in our major league podcast about how the one game wild card is just absolute junk. Oh, something no. something like the NCAA, it sounds like something the NCAA would do and they don't and they've they've actually done a really good job with the way they've set this one up and always have yeah and, and truly always have like you know you can make arguments for there being more teams involved in this tournament I think on the front side because of the way the nature of baseball but it's done very well and Omaha does it with class man it's not only just the Peyton Manning you know 
uh, audible call. Omaha, <laughs> Omaha, for some great steaks. I mean, Omaha is a great place to be. Also, they, they host the swimming uh, nationals there, CJ. Literally right across from, from the new old used to be T-Day Amer- Ameritrade, now Charles Schwab, but always in our hearts, Rosenblatt uh, Jr., um, the second field man. I mean, I, it, it's, it's a great town. Um, got good eats. We'll talk about that a little later. CJ, let's now get into, though, the first game Friday, the leadoff hitter of, of this tournament. And it's a good game. I mean, former Big South rivals, I think you would. Is, is that right? Southwest Conference rivals? Is that? Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't born back then. You were, so you could <laughs> you could clarify this. Um, Oklahoma and Texas A and M. Big Eight. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was the Big Eight, um, and then you know the Southwest. I think it was Southwest and the Big Eight. I think is how that that went. But no, I mean this soon is, to be SEC yep. again. So. Yeah, soon to be former old used to be even Big Twelve like geographic Texas and Oklahoma have played a lot in a lot of sports. There's a little, yeah. there's a little bit of a, I mean, if not a rivalry, just a, maybe a general dislike. But then again, they both threw it against Texas, which we all do throw the horns down, obviously, and everything, always. Ironically enough, CJ. Um. Texas A&M's the five. Oklahoma playing hot. I mean, your thoughts, man. It it's, should be a, a really good game to kick this thing off. Yeah, it, it should be a really, really good one to kick things off. And you mentioned it. I mean, the way Oklahoma has played down the stretch has been absolutely incredible. Um, you know, they went into the regional and just put up a bunch of runs, went to Blacksburg. Did the same thing. Um, you know, they like we we said it or well, I did, especially that they might have been the the hottest team in the country and they haven't cooled down. Um, yeah, you, you really have been on them. And, you know, I think we kind of even were talking about them a little bit heading into the Big 12 tournament. like being I mean, like, wow, they, you know, they they were peaking at the right time there when West Virginia went in there. Uh, middle May into May. Uh you know, you could see it coming, and it's continued on through. And look what they—the work they did at Globe Life, winning that Bennett Big Twelve tournament, and then going to Gainesville and, and overcoming what they did against Florida. You know, the the long rain delay, getting the home run, finding a way to get out of that thing, and then winning a super the way they did on the road. Uh, Tremendous, tremendous accomplishment by Oklahoma to be here right now. Yeah, no, I mean, they've, you know, kind of peaked at the right time, um, which is kind of what you want to see, um, you know, out of your team, um, you know, but A&M has been a pretty consistent team all year. Um, I, I expect this to be a pretty good matchup. And here's what's going to be interesting is, you know, Oklahoma in this run has has blitzed people right i mean they blitzed virginia tech on the road right you know they just they put up crooked number after crooked number it, it's almost uh, like you kind of look at their innings and you can play and you play the um area code game <laughs> and that's what they've done like they they yeah. crooked numbered people to death and six seven five three oh nine yeah I got and it. I got so, it. Oklahoma's got plenty of offense. Yeah, I feel you, CJ. Okay. So, but but here's going to be the interesting thing is Oklahoma or with with Texas A&M. If Texas A&M can can keep it close, kind of withstand that, keep those crooked numbers to a minimum, what we've seen them in their push here through pretty much since the LSU series, kind of in the middle of the year. And then even through the regionals and the super regionals is if they're hanging around in the late innings. They're a veteran team. They don't panic, and they find ways to win games late. They don't – there's something late-inning late magic with that Aggies team that I don't know if you're Oklahoma, you really want to put – your you want to put them away early and don't let them hang around because they have found ways to win games late consistently this year. They really have. I mean, if you think about it, how they – you know, came back from the deficit against Louisville to to clinch their berth to the College World Series. I mean, they were down two nothing, and then they were down three to two, and 
Tarjack and, and Rock there in the middle of that lineup, along with uh, Bost and Jack Moss. Uh, they, they have a lot of power, man. And, and Moss, he, he's kind of a beast. And I'll say this, too. The way Texas A&M plays defense and their bullpen been very stout this year. Aggie program, though, you got to think about it, too, CJ. Coming back from what they came from last year, not even qualifying for the SEC tournament, and this year doing what they did, and just kind of, like you said, being that comeback team, being grizzled, and always seemingly finding a way to win, and just the way they gel together, that's the beauty of baseball. The chemistry that these guys have, uh, it's proven to be kind of that that kind of ingredient that you never really can quantify in sports. And when it comes together like it does this year for the Aggies, it's a beautiful thing. Plain and simple. Yeah. I mean they've they've been they've been really good. Um, you know, they've got a lot of really good arms. Um you mentioned, you know, the guys, you know, Dylan Rock's another guy in their lineup that can absolutely rake. Um you know, um, and that I think that's what makes them so tough is, is, you know, one through nine in their batting order, they're going to grind out at bats. Um, and then they just seem to have a nice little plethora of arms to come at you with. So um, I, that one's going to be a lot of fun. You know, the fan bases are going to be pumped up for it, um, especially the the A&M Aggie fans wanting, you know, to give Oklahoma a taste of what the SEC is going to be like for them. Oh, yeah. It, it's And it's just a general kind of dislike that those two programs, I guess, kind of have sharing the geographic. I mean, they're kind of going after some of the same players uh, um, and have played each other plenty of times. So there'll definitely be some angst in the air, CJ. There's no question about that. Um, I mean, who do you like in this one, man, though? Do you have? Do you kind of have a favorite? Do you, do you think they're going to go with? With um, I, I just don't know who Texas A&M goes with on the mound, CJ. I think that's the thing that I'm really intrigued about. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who who they open up with. I mean, probably, I, I don't know. I, I really don't. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't wouldn't shock me. Uh, I mean, they've got some different different guys to go with. I would probably say Detmer, um, but yeah, I, maybe maybe you go with Prager. I, I think that's the one thing this Aggie team kind of misses a little bit. I mean, you could maybe go say Micah Dallas. He's got some punch-out stuff, but he's also gotten hit a good bit this year too. Um I mean, I think that's the one thing that's held me back with Texas A&M, but for some reason, I just like the blend and the way they've played together and the way they seemingly just always seem to find a way to score one more run than the other guys. The bullpen's been really good, too. Yeah, that and that's that's that, that's why I'm actually leaning A&M. Um, I feel like <sighs> we saw so much offense in the regionals and the super regionals really kind of push through. I think at this, I think now is where you're going to start to see some of the elite pitching. You will start to really kind of grasp and take hold. Um, I think A and M's just their ability with the arms they have. I, I, they're not going to hold OU's offense down because it's been so red hot and it's so opportunistic. But I don't. They're not going to allow Oklahoma to hang a bunch of crooked numbers and really kind of stretch that out. No, but I will say this. I mean, I like the way Skip Johnson just kind of has that uh, grind mentality right now. And they don't necessarily have a problem, um, like you said, with with kind of believing in themselves and having that confidence. They've got that swagger right now. I love Graham and Treadway in that lineup. And Skip's just got them playing with some confidence. Um they're very dark horseish to me in this whole thing, CJ. Because I do feel like they've got a little bit of a little bit of pitching. Yeah, no, I mean they they definitely and they seem to play complementary of one another. They seem to play with the lead a lot, and when they're able to do that, good things seem to happen. I mean, they were fifteen and nine in the in the Big Twelve, a pretty good league. Jake Bennett's a stud. 
And I think Trevin Michael's pretty good. I think Oklahoma's got a chance to do something in this tournament, honestly, CJ. Yeah, I know. I, I I think they do too. And I know from the betting aspect, they did open as the favorites. Um, in that game. In that game over A&M. So. The pitching they're going to see in Bennett or Michael is just a, a touch better than whatever A&M can throw at him. Interesting, though. Because Texas A&M is the number five national seed and all that, but to see that, very interesting. Yeah, but I, I think just you kind of look at it in the way Oklahoma has played. Um, you know, it. I think it's tough to 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 not be leaning that way, um, just because of it. And you know, the other thing too to understand with the whole betting thing is is they're they're trying to push money the other way. So they are. You know, so but no, I, I it doesn't shock me that Oklahoma opened as the favorite just because of of the way they've closed out the year and and really marched through the regional and the super regional. But I don't know. I just something about this A and M team that you feel. Yeah, I mean, they just they continue to to find ways to to win close tough games. DJ, I mean. Uh, Oklahoma's done it too. It's just A and M all year has seemed to do it. Yeah, A and M has all year seemed to do it. And I want to ask you: Would you have thought that Texas A and M would have had the lowest odds to win the national championship of any team that's in here right now? So they're at plus eight hundred. Excuse me, they have the highest odds. The you, <laughs> they have the best juice, CJ. The lowest percentage, according to what the folks in the desert think they got him at plus 1000 the highest of any team who would you say has the lowest might shock you i'm gonna guess texas and you're right cj texas according to this is at plus 475 uh and they are a favorite against notre dame and let's just get Friday evening big ball game there between the Irish and the Longhorns, man. That's a, that's a unif- all-uniform game if I've ever seen it, right? Uh, the golden helmets, the Texas the Texas white lids with the, with the burn orange paint. It's, it's kind of a nice it's a, it's a nice visual, right? Um, what are your thoughts, man? Very interesting game. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and I had to teach the people around here Greenville horns down. Um, this one's a tough one for me, and I might have gotten into a little bit of back and forth on Twitter with some Texas fans. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, this one's a little hard for me. I simply because I personal opinion side note here, I think I didn't expect Texas actually to come out of ECU. Um, Oh, I didn't. Honestly, I was kind of surprised Texas made it out of the regional as easily as they did. Yeah. Um, I do feel like the NCAA screwed up the game three and the super regional down here, but you you can't have a five and a half hour rain delay. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. That, uh, that is absolutely that's, atrocious. It's tough. They were already down four zero before the rain delay even happened. That that's even harder. Like you either well, had to start I, it or here, not start. Here, don't start the game, right? So then that kind of had to affect the way you see, he's trying to play. I don't know. It's a very weird situation, like you said. Not well, here, not smoothly handled for sure. It wasn't. And here's the part that really made me mad about it. The rain was in the forecast for like a week. It wasn't like that was just something that popped up and they weren't ready for been calling for rain down here on that day for a week the ncaa screwed that up but here here's the interesting thing and, and the texas fans will brag oh well, this is our 38th trip well congratulations but you haven't won it since 09 so let's calm it down on who you think you are a still a very good program gotta get it it, it, it it is but texas baseball and texas football have one thing in common they think they're a lot better than they are I will say this. They have absolutely been raking in the NCAA tournament, CJ. 
No, they Skylar and, Messenger, Murphy Steely, and Ivan Melendez. Whew. I mean, it's no, and 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 they have been. Bombs. What makes this one tough for me is is I don't really like either school. I don't like either program. But we're gonna put the personal crap aside. Here's the interesting thing: if you're Texas, you got a ton of pressure on you because of who you are and all the trips you've had. Does, and the does historical... Notre Dame not have the same pressure? I think Notre Dame comes into this thing playing with some house money. A little loose. I could see that. They're not they're they already beat Tennessee. No one they've already kind of gotten over one hurdle. No one expected them to. I guess I could see that. No pressure now. Just, yeah, and I mean they're playing loose. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. And and here's the thing too, and I don't think a lot of uh, and this is one of the reasons I really kind of like Notre Dame, not only in this game, but a little bit in this tournament, is we we t- we've talked about this and it gets talked about in a lot more sports but this is one of the oldest teams in college baseball hmm they got a bunch of guys who have played a bunch of games now doesn't hurt doesn't hurt now the question then becomes was well can you handle this stage i think they can i yeah. think they can too cuz they went into knoxville and knocked off, I think, the team, everybody, including myself, pretty much already had penciled in for the title game in Omaha. Yeah. You know, and that that's no small feat for, you know, what they did. So, no, I, I this, this, this Notre Dame team is not one I think a lot of people are really kind of worried about. Like, you don't, you go, oh, okay. But I, they probably I, should be. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, Lamana and Brannigan hitting those homers last week against Tennessee the way they did to get them through. I mean, explode for six runs in the seventh and the eighth innings um, and knocked off a team that went 57-9, and nine, CJ. And they also, you got to think about it too, dominated a, a Statesboro region that had a pretty good Texas Tech team and the host Georgia Southern. I mean, that's uh, – I mean, Notre Dame's playing some ball right now. They just didn't get to play as many games. They're 40-15 and 15 now in the year. Yeah, and I mean, and they've got a bona fide true staff ace, uh, John Michael Bertrand. I mean, that kid is really, really good. I, there's just, I, there's, as you kind of look at the way that they've, they've played here lately, there's, there's something, there's just a real funny feeling around that club right now. I, to be honest with you, CJ, really, really like the, the 6'3, 205 pound senior to go out there and have a good game against the Longhorns. I mean, he has hitters are hitting 238 against him this year. I mean, he was pretty dominant against Tech and also was pretty dominant against Tennessee. Um, and I think a key thing in college baseball is what are your hits allowed looking like, right? Well, he's, he's only allowed 80 hits in 88 and two-thirds innings, a much different contrast from some of his other seasons. So – and he's locating, man, and locating well. Um, and he's been on the big stages. I like them a lot in this game. Get, I honestly think Notre Dame being a dog is 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 like stealing money in this one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I can understand why Texas would be the the favored of the one of, I, I in that game, but CJ. well, I can because of brand and all that. BS, but, but like I said, I mean that, that's fine. But but let's just look on what's happened on the field. Notre Dame's every bit as good as Texas, and quite frankly, I think probably has the better starting pitcher going that day. Well, I think they have a better starting pitcher. I, I think they've through this point, regional, super regional, um, probably played the better of the competition than Texas has. Um, Although that means nothing when they get to this point in the season. Now. Cool. Correct. Yeah, I mean, you, you throw all that out the window, um, you know. But yeah, like I said, there's the and if you're Notre Dame, I mean, you got to be feeling right now. You went into Knoxville, you knocked off Tennessee. The feeling around that clubhouse has got to be, well, who in the hell can't we beat? Oh, loose, loose, <laughs> loose, bunch of gooses in the world right now. Uh, I mean, there's no question about that. Now, granted, like you said, I mean, Notre. There is some good pitching there with Gordon and Hanson for Texas. Like both these teams have the opportunity um, to make runs in this tournament. I think, I mean, who can least afford to be 
in that game two facing elimination? Is it Notre Dame or would you say Texas? I'd say Texas simply from the standpoint of pressure. Yeah, because I I don't think I I don't know how much it's talked about around that program, but you haven't won it since 09. Or no, I'm sorry, 2005. In 2009, they played in the title game and lost, in the title series and lost. So you really got to kind of wonder if it's – how much it's talked about in that program for a a team that's been there now 38 times. And I get it. You go that many times, you're going to have losses. You're going to have disappointments. Just because you go doesn't mean you're always going to win it. But when you have a program with the history they do – and the talent that they bring in year in and year out, 15 years has got to feel like what the Chicago Cubs 100 years thing felt like. <laughs> well, for Texas fans, that's all they've gotten them anyway. Yeah. And they so, definitely don't have football, and, maybe, well, maybe basketball. We'll get beard a and, little bit of love. And, and here's the other reason I'm rooting against Texas their, their fan base is soft. And by that, I mean they bitched moaned and complained and got a guy canned from singing the world the the national anthem because he did the horns down gesture hey yikes i'm sorry but if y'all think the big 12 is bad with that man alabama georgia get ready when you go to the sec that's all you're gonna see and the sec ain't gonna give a damn about your soft whiny asses in any in any venue any sport you go into rup <laughs> you're gonna get it you go down to Tuscaloosa, you know, that's old, you're gonna see two hundred thousand in the swamp. Yes, <laughs> Swayze, Swayze Field down there in Oxford for baseball. You're gonna see those horns down from everyone at every corner. Um, and I think Texas will end up seeing some horns down from the Irish CJ uh, uh, on Friday I evening. So. I uh, hope so. I, I hope like the Catholics it. give it to them yep. big. And, and honestly, I will say this, CJ. I think Notre Dame needs to win this game more though than Texas to keep advancing. I think Texas can withstand the game too i'm not as sold on austin temple he's had a good year as notre dame's number two guy but i don't know man i don't know i, I i'm well, not sure he, jack finley's pretty good too but it's, it's there's just something about they need bertrand you know old ride john michael there ride the big right hander as far as you can notre dame you need to get that win when he's on the hill if they do in good shape because I think they can maybe win a game for Oklahoma or Texas A&M. But if they get into that elimination game, um, anything can happen. So I, I would be a little less uh, trusting and skeptical kind of if the Irish were to lose. No, and, and I think that might be – Either a, way, you don't want to be there. Correct, and I, and I think that that's a fair point. I think, though, if you're Texas now – if you end up in that, your your ace got beat. You're gonna have to throw Henson in the second one. Like, how does that screw up maybe what they want to do pitching wise? If you end up having to, you know, psyche wise for them on the pitching staff standpoint. Of not great, um, and and not and not kind of where you want to start or where you want to be. That's that's for sure, CJ. But but. Either way, if you get in that game, you, you got to kind of have some type of mentality to make it out of that game, right? So, you know, both those teams want to play in the game Sunday uh, at six at six p.m. And I'm reading Omaha times here, so Sunday at seven out here for us on the East Coast. You want to get to that winners bracket game? Yeah, you definitely want to stay stay out of that because. You don't want to lose the first game out. Obviously, somebody's going to um, because then it makes the road to that title game a lot harder um, because then you lose your margin for error. Yeah, CJ, you don't – they do not want to be playing on Sunday afternoon. You don't want to be playing Sunday at 2, man. Great to play on Father's Day and all that. Um, And someone might be a hero, but you don't want to have a chance of going home. You want to get to that evening game on Sunday – trying to compete against the baseball tonight crew. I don't even know what game they're putting up, but I'm still going to be watching this game from Omaha, buddy. Um, and and my prediction is I think we're going to see 
Notre Dame advance to that Sunday night game. I don't know who I like in Texas A&M, Oklahoma. I really don't. Um, from being honest, yeah, I I think that makes it tough. And you're right. You want to play in the play in the evening because you don't want to <clears throat> kind of lose your margin for error right out of the gate. Um, because then it kind of puts everything into those Johnny Holstaff moments, which is not what you want, um, at all. Um, but you know, you're going to have, have teams that are, that are found in that position. Um, but I'm with you. Um, definitely be watching the evening because it's ba- the major leagues countering with the white Sox Astros and outside of those two fan bases. I don't think anybody gives a damn. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, good baseball on those CJ, good baseball. Um, and uh, the White Sox are starting to come alive. Let's say that. Let's go ahead and say that. And uh, I don't know, man. The Astros are already running away with that division. So let's, let's give them a little bit of love there. But anyway, well, just because they're not the Yankees, you know, sorry. <laughs> not everyone can be 46 and 16. We're talking about the College World Series of CJ. So but we're, yeah, we're, but we're I, moving I, on. <laughs> I think that Sunday night game, uh, I think it's going to be uh, Texas A&M Notre Dame. That's where I'm going. You like the Aggies, yeah. I mean, I don't want to discount Oklahoma. And I think they've got a little bit better pitching, so maybe I'm leaning that way. But the Aggies, it's just tough to bet against them. I feel like oh, there's just on. something different but, about but, them. But tell me an elimination game, Texas-Oklahoma wouldn't be must-watch TV. It would be. <laughs> Those two fan bases. Oh, oh. So let's just go So make Notre Dame and, and – and, uh, a and M in the Sunday nighter. I feel you. I feel yeah. You. Come on, NCA. Give us yeah. give, give us that, and that go home and, matchup. And that goes up against the US <laughs> Open as well on Sunday afternoon. Whew, that's tough. That's a great day of sports watching <laughs> right there on the couch with with uh, with Pops enjoying the grill out there, man. You you can't beat that. That's you have to have the yeah. uh the TV on, laptop running something, phone yeah, running another. Yeah, it's one of those days where you got to be on top of the A game when it comes to your your viewing experiences there, CJ. Um, let, let's get to the game Saturday though, real quick here. Saturday afternoon, two p.m. Stanford and Arkansas. Um, man, different shades of red. Interesting game. Both pro games very very good and very hot, very highly thought of. Uh, always perennial powers. What do you like in this one here, man? Yeah, I mean, this is going to be be a very good one. Um, you know, Stanford. You know, obviously, you know, beating UConn, um, which was a really good series. Um, UConn battled. Um, kind of folded like a like a cheap lawn chair though in game three um but i mean stanford is is a really really good team um you know and and i i think a lot of people expected them to to be here um uh, especially when the regionals were announced um i mean i've been on them all year man you know yeah i've been been riding kind of the, the driver the conductor of that stanford bandwagon um I mean, there for a while, people are saying they were going to host, and I'm like, nah, that they're going to host. Um, man, yeah. there's so much well, depth in it, that lineup, man. There's so much depth. Well, and here's the thing, because we we talked about you know kind of Texas's drought, but Stanford has one too. This field has three past national champions in it, right? Texas, Stanford, and Oklahoma. But none of them have won in the past 15 years. So mm. you got to wonder. And I don't know if maybe with Stanford, maybe the the pressure of that is as high as it is with Texas because uh, the the fan bases are different. Um, but I don't think the pressure affects the Stanford team the way it does others. CJ, I mean, they spotted UConn a three nothing lead, and their starting pitcher didn't didn't get throw more than fifteen pitches before they pulled the plug, and they were they were already spotting a team like that, and they just calmly. Found a way to get it done. Now, granted, you're not at home anymore, which I think changes the dynamics in these games. Um, but yeah, well, and and here's the interesting thing too, because we we talked about Oklahoma being red hot right now. Stanford, so is Stanford. Yeah. Do you know what their record since May the first is? See, it, I think it's it's probably something like they've only lost like maybe five or six games. You ready for this? 
since May the first, they've played twenty four games. They're okay. So, oh, hold on, hold on. So a twenty four game sample size. I'll say Stanford is nineteen and five in the twenty four games. You're close, but you're wrong. Uh, 20, 21 and three. Twenty two and two. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're pulling, they're doing Tennessee like things at the right, at this time of year, peaking yep. at the right time. Tennessee yep. kind of had their run and then had a little trouble there in the middle of it. Yeah. Interesting. Stanford is kind of coming together at the right time, CJ. That's for sure. I mean, deep bullpen. I mean, when they go with Matthews and Bruno and Dowd the way they did, and just kind of shut down UConn after they got the three runs to start the game. Dad got that double play uh, to kind of end that inning and end that threat. And the 51 Huskies kind of went quietly the rest of the night. Um, they hit – they got one home run in the sixth, but kind of they, they kind of kept them down um, and scored runs themselves. Stanford has a great offense, CJ, uh, and, and one that has a lot of depth in it and guys, guys that have gotten big hits. I mean – your seven hitter Troy is the reason that you beat Texas State. Bowser, your six hitter, uh, hitting three hundred and hit a big home run to get you there. I mean, those aren't your guys you even count on. And Barrera and Graham and Jones, who's you know going to be a top first round draft pick. So it's Stanford has the offense and the goods. And Alex Williams is a pitcher. CJ is also very electric, and he's getting the ball in game one for them in the College World Series on, on Saturday afternoon. I like Stanford, buddy. You know that. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you. Um, I absolutely love the way um, Stanford has been playing. Um, you know, they've... Can we make an argument for Arkansas? No, I mean, I think there definitely is an argument for Arkansas. They've I mean, got you got grit don't... and grind, I guess, and Connor Nolan's pretty tough and he'll eat innings for you, but I mean, eh, I don't know. Yeah, well, and I mean, here's the thing. I mean, are, are, you get to this point in the year, you know, you've earned your seat at the table. I mean, and and Arkansas has been was in and out of the top ten all year at the beginning. They just had a little rough stretch there at the end and going 0-2 in the SEC tournament. They didn't get the host. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that that's tough. Um, but I just the, – the way Stanford's playing right now, um, they just they, – they feel like they're just a little bit too much – uh, for this Arkansas team. And, and you mentioned Connor Nolan, and here's kind of an interesting fact. He literally started as a freshman for the Arkansas football team. Oh, he's, he's an athlete. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he can eat up innings, but I just, the, this Stanford team is, is really good. And to me, um, they're, to me, they would be the favorite over Texas in this thing just because of the way that they have, have played. Kind of redemption, CJ, for Arkansas for what happened last year. They kind of redeemed themselves to get here. They're kind of happy with that in a certain respect because they were the number one overall national seed last year, got knocked out in a, in a just an absolute epic game against NC State. Um, yeah, and that, so it was tough. It was tough on them, right? And so, yeah, like, it, it, it it was. And that national number one seating has it's basically like holding a grenade with the pin pulled out. Like it's 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 a dangerous place to be. Yeah, because he, we'll we'll keep the little trivia thing going here. Can you tell me the last year the number one seed made it to Omaha? CJ, I know this answer because it's the first time it, that they went to the kind of the, the format they have now that I loved at the beginning of the show. 1999. Yep, the Miami. Miami. Yep. And we've talked about that numerous times now, but that's still a wild stat to think that, man, it's, it's <laughs> 20, going on 23 years, and I guess 22, we'll not talk about the, the tournament that shall not or did not occur, unfortunately. Um, we're, we're on from that. 22 times. Times it has not happened. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, bad it, math and math live is is tough sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the number one thing is is a tough one. But here's kind of another funky thing to look at as as you look at this: the top thirteen seeds when we started out the regionals. Okay, ten of the top thirteen are already done. They did not go to Omaha. They got bounced. They got bounced. Yeah. Well, only eight are remaining. 
CJ. Right. So, right. You know. But you look at it and you've got a lot of teams that I don't that. Yeah, but 14 Auburn is there. Correct. 14 Auburn is there. And two Stanford, number five, Texas A&M, and number nine, Numbers. Texas. We can make numbers do whatever we want them to do, CJ. Correct. We can, but I think it also goes to point to a team like Arkansas that if you find ways to kind of grit and grind out games and you don't do a lot of things that beat yourself, you're going to put yourself in a position to be at Omaha, which is what Arkansas has done. Um, so ma- ma- major props to them. Um you know, but like I said, I just, I like Stanford in this one. I just I think it's a little, little, little too much. The 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 draw was not friendly. Well, I, I'd agree with you on that, and I think Arkansas kind of put this thing together this year and, and just came together at the right time. Brady Slavens has been hitting well in the postseason, uh, close to three hundred eight or eight ribbies. They got a friendlier draw this year too. The Hogs did. Uh, getting the Hogs and Heels in that regional, I didn't think North Carolina was the number 10 ranked team in the country all, at all. They just kind of got hot at the right time, as did Michael Turner for the Hogs. He went 11-27 CJ with 11 RBIs in the postseason. They've been hitting the baseball Arkansas has very well. Um, and, and, man, I mean, you know, we saw that regional there at O'Bray there in Stillwater, how the Hogs hit. And they carried that over and found a way to beat North Carolina. But I like Stanford in one game, without without doubt, without doubt, CJ. Who who though do you think can most most uh, benefit by winning game one and avoiding that game two situation on Monday afternoon? <laughs> Got to specify because you want to play. You got to play Monday anyway. But who wants yeah. to avoid that Monday afternoon? When people are getting off work and like, oh, who's done? Who got yeah. eliminated while uh, I was filling out audit reports? I I think if you if I'm going to say if you're Stanford, you want to stay out of that. Um, simply just because. They've at a couple of times this year have been kind of pushed to that brink of elimination, and at some point you go down to the well. How many times is it there? Um, You're saying on Stanford? Well, I I think if you're Stanford because of the ranking, because of everything going on, it you don't don't want to open this thing up with a loss. I don't think you want to put yourself in a position to have to then go on a, a streak, a crazy run. run. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because because you're at that point now is everything until you get to the championship series when everything resets is an elimination game, and at some point you're going to go down into that well to pull out a win and you're going to come up empty. I don't you don't want to lose that margin of error off the jump, especially if you're you know a team like Stanford that has national championship aspirations. Yeah, that. You know, when you started the year, this is where you wanted to be, and you had expectations to be here. You don't want that trip to Omaha to start out that way, and now all of a sudden, now you're pushing the brink of elimination the entire time you're there. Yeah, and 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 that would not be kind of kind of pressure that they'd want to have. Plus, I think they'd like to be able to line up Alex Williams to go a couple more times in this thing. And I think they want to win the game that Alex Williams pitches, obviously. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence, as is Connor Nolan. I'm excited for this game, CJ. Uh, should be a fun one on Sunday afternoon. Let's get to Sunday evening, man. Or, excuse me. <clears throat> let's get let's get to Saturday evening, CJ. Uh, don't know why I was thinking Sunday. But this The days run together there in Omaha, man. Uh, you know, they blur the, the sunset coming off the quest building there kind of just gets you um or so i've been told cj <laughs> but old miss and auburn man hit me with that six o'clock out there omaha me in time omaha omaha uh what did we like man i mean and i just got done with talking about the omahogs but let's talk about old miss and auburn an sec showdown dude you know where i lie 
Yeah, I, I, you're you're rolling hotty toddy. Um, Although I like Auburn in this game, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, here's the thing. I, I actually, the Rebs, the way they have played has been been special. Been been really special. Um, they have played extremely well. They. I mean, Delucci Gonzalez is going to be a battle. Neither one of these teams played and had the same kind of roles to find when they played at the beginning of the year in SEC play as they do now. I mean, both these dudes were, were not the Friday guys, and now they're, you know, College World Series game. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, and there were fireworks offensively the last, the last series these two teams played, CJ. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. Since, since we started this thing, Old Miss five and zero, they're outscoring people forty six to eleven. Bullpen's been lights out. The bullpen has not allowed an earned run in seventeen and a third. <laughs> I That's, mean, it's just it's insane. I will say this: I liked Old Miss's draw from the moment they got it. Um, Timmy Elko trying to look like Rooster Man uh, with that stash there for the Rebs. Kevin Graham has been great all year. Gonzalez is a big-time shortstop. I mean, Ole Miss was a team that at the beginning of the year was number one in the country, right? And they were in a big-time hole, found a way out of it, somehow got into the dance, you know, and look what they've done. Impressive by the Rebs and Bianco. Um, I like them, man. See, do you want to talk about a team playing with house money? That's what Ole Miss is doing right now. But Sonny Deshar and Auburn might have different ideas, man. That kid is a beast. Have you seen him, CJ? I have, and you are right. He is an absolute stud. Um, the fact people said he couldn't hit or couldn't play college baseball is kind of wild. He just doesn't look like a guy who's, who's going to do it, but man, does he. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, too. And I think a lot of the – old baseball guys because I don't know how else to phrase it It, the the baseball players nowadays are starting to look a lot different than they did you know athletes now are bigger they're strong like it's just they're they look different now Um, you know so I think you got to kind of take some of those preconceptions of it out Um, Sonny Charles a little more Babe Ruthian you're saying yeah, I mean the thing is, is 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 you look at more Daniel Daniel Vogelbachian as well. Yeah. I don't know why I'm on this kick of wanting to say things with an I in it. <laughs> I don't know what this is tonight. Yeah, so I mean, I I think when you when you look at them sometimes when you look at players, I think sometimes you just you kind of have to take what they look like out of it and see what the play on the field looks like. Um, this kid is absolute just stud. Um, it is kind of interesting, though. You do have an SEC matchup um, in the College World Series, which I, that was going to happen. I mean, they put four teams in the field. I mean, that's that was going to happen. Um, These four teams earned the right to be in Omaha, CJ. Yo, they put yeah. a bunch in the field. Well, let's 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 cho- choose our words carefully, sir. Correct. I mean, they they they've all earned the right to be there. It's not like the selection committee just was like, oh, these are the four. Um, so. The, the crazy thing to think about it is, is if you want to go ahead and count Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC, which I'll I'll give our boy Zach some credit here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call them SEC teams. That would put six SEC teams in the field, which would be 75% of the field. Pretty wild. Is, is there any doubt who the best baseball conference was? Not much at all. If If – if at all, the ACC even trying to compete was was kind of a joke from the get go. And where are they right now? Yeah. So, um, but I, I actually I'm 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 gonna roll with your rebels. Um, just the way they have played here since since the regional started, um, and like you said, playing maybe with a little bit of house money. I, I they're they I don't think they're gonna be overwhelmed by the moment of the lights. Oh, I think you're right, CJ. You know what? We we discredit the ACC. They do have a team in here. It's Notre Dame. A ACC baseball member 
Ugh. but not football. And our mind just always, always thinks that way. Until they um, fully join a conference, I don't believe they have an alignment. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, <laughs> and let's let's not let Notre Dame raid on Ole Miss's parade. I think they are going to get it done. Very excited to watch that game, though, between Ole Miss and Auburn and how it kind of goes that goes down. I will say, CJ, I do not feel as good about about Auburn um, having having a claw back in in a potential game three situation or an elimination game from the get go as I do Ole Miss. So about the way Ole Miss is played with the house money, I feel like that would just be another challenge. They'd roll with it. They'd they'd find a way to make it happen. Auburn, I don't know, might not be as easily able to able to pull that off no I think I'd agree with you I think Auburn is definitely of the two the ones that wants to to stay out of that that elimination um because between the like two. Old, yeah because for a team like old Miss I mean they they've essentially been playing elimination games for a little while now um at least in their mindset you know to, to get in and then just to keep advancing so they're kind of uh, ready for it yeah yeah I, I think mentally they're kind of just that's really how they've attacked the the last part the only of question season. against that though cj would be how much juice do they have left in that tank and are they finally to a point where you know they they've kind of ran out of it i mean granted they didn't give up a run to, to southern miss uh a pretty good, a pretty good baseball team in their own right. But man, I mean, Elliot, the freshman, he's going to get the ball eventually in this thing. And he was electric mallets out of the bullpen has been so good. See, Jimmy, Elliot struck out 10 in a, in a super regional game too, to clinch your, your trip. I mean, he was sensational, a freshman doing that, mind you. And then they broke out the bats and absolutely kind of, clinched it at the end with the seven spot in the sixth inning against against the, the the golden eagle there in Hattiesburg mind you not an easy place to go and do that I mean man I just like the way Ole Miss is playing CJ I think they 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 might be the dark horse to win this thing um and you can get them at plus 750 not a not not a, not a bad little Little number, I kind of like them. Um, they are the favorite against Auburn Saturday night. Very interesting. Thing. We CJ, we may end up. Uh, you know, I, I kind of thought in my mind, like, you know, we 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 go through and try and predict this whole thing, but relative is this. They think this thing will last a while, and we can kind of hop back in here and kind of give the folks little snippets of what we're seeing and what we think previews of, of different situations here i, I kind of thought about that but i, I do want to go here real quickly buddy um best places to eat there in omaha we've been told you know there's some great steaks there and some there yeah omaha is is, is not lacking um in the in the food department um you know obviously Obviously, steakhouses are going to be be at the top. At the top of the list, um, from what I have heard, like the most the, the must eat at place there is Jay Gilbert's Wood Fire Steaks and Seafood. From what I have heard, that is that is the the place to to, to go now. You go to Omaha, you you gonna spend some money. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. Oh yeah, um, it's it's not a place you're gonna come away. You know, they they do it up right there. Yeah, yeah. So you got plenty plenty of steakhouses to choose from. I mean, that's that that's big out there. Um, you want know. a porterhouse the size of your head. Yes, but if you are looking, maybe something a little different. Sullivan's is a little underrated, by the way. Sullivan's is a little underrated. Uh, they do have a very good Italian place out there uh, for for all the those that are like me, a little Italian-inspired through family. Which, which uh, Spizzes? Is that what Spizzes. you're thinking? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've always heard that's very, very, uh, very good. Um, and man, you know, can you go wrong? Um, but but CJ, let's kind of let's kind of get in here now, man, and and digest it. Kind of kind of pick this thing here. Uh, I will give you the first pick, so I can take the second and third. You know how I like to roll. Um, <laughs> So who who do you want first, man? Who who do you like coming out of this thing, uh, dogpiling there sometime next week? Uh, I'm going to pick a team that's going to end 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 a little bit of their 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 championship drought. Give me the Cardinal out of Stanford. No, no, not how'd you? That is not. I cannot believe that I, that I did this. <laughs> that I allowed myself to allow you to snipe Stanford from me. It's been my team since mid-April, CJ. And you have you've officially kind of wounded me in this thing. Now I don't even know <laughs> what to do. Um Wow. Uh, well, okay. Um I don't know. I mean that that makes it does make it a little bit trickier here, buddy. Uh <laughs> I will say at this point in time, I think I will then go with Ole Miss and I'll go with Notre Dame. Ooh. <clears throat> like Ole Miss's depth of pitching. Uh, you know, it's funny though, CJ. I have futures on Texas A&M and Stanford. Uh, put them both in Texas A&M before the, before the regional started, pre kind of pre- tournament and then Stanford last weekend when they were facing the elimination uh, I just kind of liked and felt like they could still find a way to pull it off uh, so I have exposure to those two but um, I love the way Ole Miss is playing um, dude yeah I mean the way Ole Miss has been the way both Ole Miss and Notre Dame have been playing lately CJ I like mods you could take Stanford again <laughs> yeah no I, I, I agree with you on both of those um Kind of especially the the way Notre Dame's been playing, kind of now, like we said, a little bit with house money. Um, Come in here at number four, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, coming at number four. Um, give me, give me the Aggies of uh, Texas A and M, dude. You did it again. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Now, are you picking this based off who you think can do it or who you actually want to win? Who I who I think can actually. You know, kind of put put a full okay. full okay. thing together. Okay, so I guess you get the fifth pick as well. I do. Um, Shouldn't have told you about me having a future on A and M. going. I like the way Slossinger and, and Snozzlehog, however you say his name, the old the old TCU skipper. Has come in A and M and really just kind of put it together for him. Yeah, he he's done a fantastic job. Built that culture. I mean, to make it near one, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, and for my fifth one, um, just I hate to do this, but just because you know they they can put up crooked numbers and the pitching has been good, horns down Texas. Yeah, and that's probably fair, CJ. I mean, Melendez is a game changer and and like you said they're they're Hanson Hanson's been very good and so has Bennett so I get where we're going there and they've been playing hot of late too. Yeah. Uh, I mean they really if you think about it, they were eleven and ten. They they were even having a little bit of struggles coming into Morgantown there um in in the big in mid bay. So yeah, gotta give it up to Texas there at five. Um at this point in time CJ I'm just gonna be leaving you with the team. So I like the way um, Auburn has has kind of gotten to this point, hosting the way they did, scoring a ton of runs, and then overcoming Oregon State out there in Corvallis the way they did, getting some of the pitching performances they did there on uh, Monday afternoon out there in Oregon. Uh, I mean, man, with Skipper and, and Barnett coming in and pitching the way they did in, in big spots, I'll I'll take Auburn with that next pick, and then I'll take Arkansas because of their pedigree. 
I don't believe in Oklahoma winning at all, but man, Skip Johnson, those boys is tough. I could still see it. Maybe I should have picked them. Actually, I'll take them instead of Arkansas. You don't get you don't get our you get Arkansas. Okay. Final final answer. I'll take Oklahoma <laughs> at seven. Because there is something weird about them. I know I said it earlier, and I and I still kind of believe it. Yeah, I mean they've they've been playing like we said. You know they're they're one of the hottest teams in the country right now. Um, you know it's there is something kind of kind of unusual around that Oklahoma program right now. A and M's kind of the same way, and yeah. winning close games. I mean they won two one run games in the supers. First time that's happened since Arizona in 2016. I mean. He, the culture they've built there and what they've done and kind of the way they've turned it around since since April to get where they're at. A&M is very tough. Um, and the Oklahoma's going to have their hands full with them and what Skip Johnson's done. They mirror each other so much. I started thinking about the way what A&M's done instead of Oklahoma, CJ. It's, 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 I can't wait for this thing to get going, man, on Friday afternoon. Love, love, love this. Love this event, man. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely a first class event all the way around. Um, you know, College World Series is a is a bucket list um, item. Um, just the way the whole thing is put on, and and it and it's and it's college sports. So there's a bunch of color, the colors, the pageantry, the traditions of all of it. It is, is still there. It yeah. is, yeah, absolutely. Very much is the only thing that it lacks for me. And I hate to say it, can we get Ravich out of there? Anybody? No, I I'm I wouldn't disagree with you. Um, can we get Book Shambi? Book Shambi talking about Skip Johnson, the Oklahoma guy who just, you know, sitting there chewing tobacco, or Bitch Thompson who sounds like a linebacker. You know, I mean, for Auburn, I mean, I want to hear Book. Sorry, Ravi, move on. I mean, you. you you're the top guy at ESPN, but why do we need you for college? Yeah, no. Give me a little I'm, Roxy Bernstein, you know, out west. I mean, come on. I, I'm with you. Or Logo Lindo from the, for the Longhorn Network. Sorry, CJ. I'm just, just saying, no. guys that are in the, ingrained in the college game, you just step in for one for one week. I don't, I, I don't love that. Yeah, I'm I'm not a massive fan of it either. Um, but I'm with you. I, I love me at some least they some don't Boog throw Eduardo in the mix on us. At least we get Cal Peterson and Chris Burke. You know? Yep. Yep. I'm I'm good with that. And, yeah. and I, I'd be good with with Boog Shambi, But you know, I would too. Here's my thing though: for any sporting event, I don't care what it is. There are two guys that I want behind the mic, and one of them is a West Virginia dude. You know where I'm headed, Mike Patrick. Oh yeah, love love that dude. I'll tell you another guy I'd love to hear call baseball. I don't know if he could or not, but I'd love it. Give me some Sean McDonough. Oh, Sean McDonough calls games, buddy. I I, I love me some Sean McDonough. Love that dude. So you would like you would like to hear Sean McDonough do some college world series games? Yeah, but that's not gonna happen because you know he he he's a little busy with the Stanley Cup right now, so. Yeah, yeah, but I, oh, but Sean McDonough funny. has always been. That's also during my, that time of year. I forget about that. Yeah, but Sean McDonough has always been been one of my faves. Yeah, Sean, Sean McDonough is very, very good. Yeah, he he calls the Blue Jays games, man. That's right, he does do the Blue Jays games. No, that's Dan Schulman. Never mind. Oh, Sean McDonough used to do Sunday Night Baseball for a while, though. He's done. He does. He's definitely done baseball. You know why I know he does baseball. CJ, you know Sean McDonough did the game versus the Pirates and the Braves. Mm. Yep. Okay. That's his call. That's his call. His famous call. Uh, CJ, so that hurts. Um, yeah, Sean McDonough does not do the Blue Jays. That's Dan Schulman. But yeah, Sean McDonough, he, while he's doing the NHL, he, he can definitely do baseball, buddy. It still hurts to this day. Uh, <laughs> that that Sid Bream. Uh, call that he that he has uh, oh little that, that brought that brought the curse of bonds uh, up, up, upon us. Um, so and he was an Arizona State guy who played in Omaha. It comes full circle at the end, man. CJ, I think we fooled him, buddy. I think. I think we did. Yeah. Hey, enjoy enjoy the College World Series, everybody. 
be fun. We'll kind of pop back in for a little bit. We'll also have a uh, getting back to some BOBs, MLB style next week. Uh, can't wait to have you all with us. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Until next time, y'all, take it easy.